I drive zero RB in Dynasty. Pass up a young receiver? Nah, I couldn't be me. My fifth wide receiver and it's only round seven Not sure if I'm dead cause I think this is heaven Now forget what he said and listen to me What you really wanna do is stack those RBs You can be Linda, just let me be frank Those RBs on your roster is money in the bank One says it's awful, the other says it's great It's time to buckle in for a dynasty debate Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in, episode 58 of the Dynasty Debates, the best kept secret in all of Dynasty Fantasy Football. I am your humble host, as always, Evan Brown. You can catch me on Twitter at FFEvanLution, like Revolution, but with my name Evan, the Evanlution. You can follow the show at Dynasty Debates. You can also drop me an email, DynastyDebates at gmail.com. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please feel free to do so. Would love to hear from you. Guys, it is time for round three where those darts are truly well and truly getting thrown. And who better to throw those darts than Jacob Sanderson? He is stopping by one last time to finish off this mock draft. Make sure and give him a follow if you don't already at FF underscore RTDB. He is a lead analyst at Player Profiler and co-founder and co-host of the Dynasty Tilt podcast and all-around smart dude, as well as being Canadian, eh? So, without further ado, let's get into round three and see where those darts get thrown. Something is wrong with you! I got a fever! Adam himself could not resist the temptation of rookie fever! Right, here we are back again. We are going to wrap this up with a third round, rapid fire round, because probably not as much talking involved with these guys, but still some interesting dart throws here that we're curious to see. So Jacob is back again one last time and appreciate his time and um, appreciate his insights. It's definitely been an interesting journey talking through these rookie drafts. So again, just for the sake of context, we're doing a one QB 12 team rookie draft. Um, we're in the third round and we are letting guests start first. So Jacob, where are you going with the 301 yeah so the 301 uh kind of the same pick to as if you're white guy that i'm not a big fan of but a guy that can get draft capital and at that point at this point of the draft i'm happy to just bet on that and that would be uh brian robinson jr from alabama uh, I think maybe a little bit more of an all-purpose back than Zamir White is, although with less athleticism. So I probably like White slightly more, but they're kind of the same bet to me. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I totally agree. I think he'll be more useful than we assume, but he's not very, you know, he's not a sexy pick. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think right now the third round for me, especially in one QB leagues, is just like the running back dart throw zone. So another guy that I'm intrigued by that I think that I really I am interested in is um, Jerome Ford. And I think he could mm. possibly get some decent draft capital. So again, he does a lot of things fairly well that we like to see for fantasy he catches passes. Um, you know, he's a pretty speedy guy. Uh, he does a lot of things, you know, that you could see. He's one of those guys that I think similar to what you talked about earlier. It's like, if he got the opportunity, you could see him running mm. with the opportunity and actually sticking on the field, not just being a satellite back. So I'd be happy to get Jerome Ford in the third round. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, and I'll just kind of keep rolling through these running back dart throws. I'll take Tyler Beatty from Missouri, uh, who's, I think, similar in my view to a James Cook, where he's a guy that has, uh, I mean, didn't have to split time, but that's because he didn't play with another NFL quality running back. Uh, I mean, his stats are fantastic uh, in terms of his ability to command volume both as a rusher and as a receiver. I think he's probably too small to be more than a satellite back in the NFL, but he did weigh in, I believe, at 198, I think, at the combine, which is like right on the edge. 
Uh, I think at the very least, I think he has a decent chance to be a useful pass catcher in the NFL, and that's something in the third round. And you never know for sure. Maybe he can develop into more. So I don't love targeting this type of running back, but we're getting pretty late here, and I think that most of the like workhorse-style running backs that contribute in all phases are kind of mostly gone. So I'm going to take Tyler Beatty here. He's probably like my favorite of these satellite pass catching backs and there's a few between cook and Beatty, and we've mentioned but i haven't taken williams yet there, there's several of these type of players yeah i don't hate it for sure i could see there being some use for him i'm actually going to um go back into the tight end waters here because mm-hmm. there's a guy who for me is a top three tight end in this class uh and it's greg sugar daddy Dolchich, as mm-hmm. i call him um i really like the dude i love his uh deep playability i think that he could very well be super useful for fantasy because he was I would say a better pass catching um, tight end than he was even just a blocking tight mm-hmm. end. You know, he was certainly, uh, he certainly had a great 2021. I expect him to get fairly decent draft capital. And uh, yeah, I mean, in the third round, you can't go wrong getting, uh, getting the sugar daddy here. Yeah. I like Dulcich. He's my tight end three and I will take my tight end two, which is Jelani Woods, the athletic superstar um, who just put on just an absolute show uh, at his pro day. Um, so I will take uh, Delaney Woods. I, Honestly, like he was a guy that was sort of sort of halfway on my radar. And then he just put this absolute heater down at his pro day. And I mean, tight end is the one position where athleticism really correlates pretty strongly to ceiling. And at this point in the third round, if I can get our tight end, who's just massively athletic um, at the very least, I know that there will eventually be a Jelani Woods hype week on Twitter one day. And that's enough to pick him in the round in uh, in round three here at the 305. Oh man, I hate you so much. I was so excited to get Jelani Woods with like my last pick because I didn't think you were going to be excited about him. But I should have known from an analytical perspective that you'd be you'd be loving him. I absolutely love Jelani Woods. Uh, I'm hoping to get him in every rookie draft because I'm hoping he stays in like sort of the third round. But mm. you never know; he could start climbing those in the hype train a little bit. Could get 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 out of get out of hand here. So I'm going to take another one of my favorite sort of running backs that I just enjoy watching, and I'm hoping for good things from, and a guy that I think is really intriguing because he has the size um and i think he has the skill where given the opportunity he could actually be mm. a, an every down running back and that's kevin harris out of south carolina oh yeah that's um, a good one i yeah. really love his tape and i think that you're gonna get possibly a really big discount on him because he was out of sight out of mind with that injury last year um, but if the medical all clears come back and the nfl gives him that draft capital i'm all in on kevin harris because i think he's a very talented running back um, and he has that size 221 pounds he could easily handle a bigger workload Love, love, love that pick. I'll take another SEC back with workhorse size at the 3-7. I'll take Damian Pierce out of Florida. Uh, I don't really like Damian Pierce that much, but uh, he has the size, and um, he's going to probably get drafted, I think, in like round three, four, maybe five. So he'll probably find his way into the number two or number three role, and we'll see. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's really, I think this, this, this process is really making me realize how many interesting dart throws there are in the third round for running backs, especially. Um, so I'm just going to follow this up with another one of my guys that I really like watching and I'm hopeful for fingers crossed. Um, again, same sort of thing as Kevin Harris. I think he's got the workhorse size. Um, I think he has a lot of skills. I think he's got solid pass catching chops and i'm really hopeful that he actually does get a decent landing spot in the nfl and that's keontae ingram um out of usc i really like keontae and i'm hopeful like i said because i do think he comes in it i mean he's a lot bigger than people realize he comes in at six foot um he's 220 pounds i mean he's got a really solid build to him good pass catching and he's just he's a really like 
like powerful and intriguing running back is just in mm. general. So I'm hopeful that he gets something somewhere halfway decent um, draft capital. And even if he doesn't here at the mid to end of the third round, you can still take a flyer on him, even if he's later draft pick um, or even, in, well, hopefully not UDFA, but you know what I mean? Yep. No, I like that one a lot. Um, all right. I will take at this point, um, I'm going to take on our quarterback. And and to be clear, my QB two, if we were doing this as super flex at this point would be Pickett, just based on that. He's going to go early round one, I think, but I don't like Pickett very much as a prospect. And I don't think he has much of a ceiling. And I think he's most likely a QB two. And in one quarterback league, that's just so much less valuable than a super flex league. So instead I'll take like my personal second favorite quarterback in this class, who I think might go round one runs a little bit more. I'll take Matt Corral here. Nice. Love Matt Corral. Um, no, it makes a lot of sense. I think that I'm going to actually take somebody just on, on in that vein. I'm actually going to take a guy who I have really, I really liked. I was intrigued by it. And the more I've dug into the film, the more I've, I've got higher on them and just like looking into different, just even stats and, 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 and mm. analytics of it. I really, really like um, Desmond Ritter. So I'm going to take Desmond nice. Ritter here because for a similar reason, I think nice. that he's got that rushing upside that you need to have that real serious fantasy value here at the very end of the third round. I think that he has a shot, an outside shot at being a first round pick. Um, he could go somewhere, you know, and, and, and contribute straight away. He played in a more NFL style offense in college. He was a winner. He was a, a really solid. Um, he did really well at the combine, obviously with his, um, his, his 40 time, things mm-hmm. like that. He's a great athlete. So, I think that would be a really solid place if you needed any sort of depth for your quarterback room at the very end of the third round here. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I have one pick left only. So uh, I don't know if this is actually like where I would normally pick this person. Cause I think I can get this person in like round five, but I only have one pick left and I want to talk about someone I find interesting. So I am going to take number 22 from the Toledo Rockets, Bryant Kobach uh, as my running back here. Um, he's six feet to 10. He was monstrously efficient and productive at Toledo is originally recruited to play at Kentucky before transferring. Um, he pops like crazy in some uh, efficiency based running back models. Like Noah Hill's model has like his closest comparables like Ladanian Tomlinson, which is hilarious. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I like, uh, I like Kovac a lot. He's got the size, he's got the athleticism, he's got the production. He probably doesn't have the draft capital, but if I had to pick like, anyone in the same vein as like a Mitchell or Robinson or I don't know, I'm trying to think of other examples in past years. Like Jones is actually getting hype at Eckler or whatever, like guys that, that he will be on nobody's radar that you can draft like for free and just stash and then just see if something happens. Uh, right now, my top guy would be Bryant Kobach. That's awesome. That's literally somebody I've not looked into at all. So that's even a surprise for me. And I'm all about that. Um, so yeah, I've got the very last pick here in the third round. So, you know, I'm just going to follow suit and I'm going to take somebody who I just love and I don't know how well they're going to do necessarily in the NFL draft, but I really enjoy watching them play and I want them to do well. And I think they could if given the opportunity, and that is Pierre Strong Jr. Nice. out of South Dakota State. I think he's analytically, um, you know, just from a statistics, from like a athletic profile, he's great. He's very fast. He's got um, great athletic profile. He's got a solid build. He's five foot eleven. He does cross that two hundred pound threshold, so he's about 207, 208 when he came in, um, and he had had a lot of production. Obviously, he's a little bit older, but I don't think that matters as much for running backs. Um, at least to me, it doesn't. And yeah, I think that he's just like a really fun dude, really. Interesting interesting to watch and i think that he has the pass catching you know upside as well where if he was given a shot or if he did get halfway decent draft capital it could, he could really do something if he got given an opportunity mm-hmm. so 
Love it. There we go. Just a recap then of the third round. We've got Brian Robinson Jr. at the 301, followed by Jerome Ford, Tyler Batty, Greg Dolchich, Greg, Greg Sugar Daddy Dolchich. Sorry, apologies. <laughs> um, Jelani Bigfoot Woods, Kevin Harris, Damian Pierce, Keontae Ingram, Matt Corral, Desmond Ritter, Bryant Kovat, and follow the uh, very end, last but not least, Pierre Strong. You never Jr. took Kyron Williams. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, the disrespect. <laughs> oh man, I rest. apologize to Kyron Williams. I am so so sorry. Yeah. I I do apologize. I I love you Kyron. Kyron, <laughs> I will draft you. <laughs> so um yeah, for me I think that you know there was a lot of really interesting picks there in the third round. It's funny because like the third round is really intriguing to me looking at that list. Um I love some of the tight end values and I really think I think Damian Pierce could be a surprise. I think he could go higher in the NFL draft than we think. And I think yeah. he could provide that value as even just like a, even as like a goal line back, you know, getting those, yeah, those goal line are three guys that I love targeting. Now I've been targeting them in best ball drafts at the end of my best ball drafts. And I think they're worth targeting. Um, in, if you're doing any pre-draft rookie drafts are Zamir white, Brian Robinson, Damian Pierce, just three guys that fit with the NFL want to draft. Like they all have bell cow size. They all played at the sec they were sufficiently athletic. Zamir, really athletic. That's just like if, if there if there are three guys that I would say like I think you, that you can pretty much lock in being worth more in a month than now. I think it's those guys, even though none of them pop that much to me. Um, I, I think those are guys that you can target as like pretty safe bets for value accrual if you're drafting now, which I know some psychos do. So. <laughs> love it jacob thank you so much you've said it all you've done it all in the words of the great dan hansis you've been a fantastic guest uh jacob jack k dizzle the sandman <laughs> man of many nicknames um guys make sure and follow jacob if you don't already he is as you can tell much smarter man than i you can follow him on twitter at ff underscore rtdb um you can check him out at the dynasty tilt podcast or you can read his work over at roto underworld player profile com. Jacob, thanks so much. And hopefully we'll have you on again sometime soon. Don't be a stranger. Is there anything else you want to plug or shout out before you go? Yeah. If anyone's checking it out, uh, my latest article, I'm thinking about thinking volume two is up all about ranges of outcomes. Like I talked about a little bit at the beginning of the show. So make sure you read that. It's pinned to the top of my Twitter page and you can read the first uh, edition in that series as well. It's linked right in the top of the article. So check that out. Um, I'll continue to be writing that column up to and through the draft. And then I'll probably start doing more player specific content for both dynasty and best ball up into the summer months. Love it. Love it. Thank you again. Thanks so much, Jacob. I really appreciate it. Hope you have a good rest of your day and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Awesome. Thanks. Have a good one. Well, there you have it folks. Three round rookie mock in the bag. Again, apologies. Kyron Williams for not drafting you. I do apologize. That was my fault. That was an oversight. I will draft you. I promise. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. And I'm sure there's players that we missed on and we should have drafted. I'm sure there's players we reached on. But hey, that's the fun of mocks is you get used to the feel of it. You see what you like, what you don't like when you review it. So hopefully you found that interesting. Hopefully there were some good nugs there for you. Guys, just a little bit of a breakdown. So next week is the week before the draft. We are covering quarterbacks. We've got a great guest. Going to cover quarterbacks. Three episodes next week. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then that's us done with all of the prospect 
profiles. That's all we've had time for. The draft will be upon us. We have a super special guest the week of the draft to kind of tie everything together, break down any last little bits um, of missing information and kind of just give our overall views and thoughts and sights on the draft. It's going to be a great time. Stick with us. And on that note, guys, if I could be so bold, I would ask, please, 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 if you've enjoyed the show in any way, shape or form, if you don't mind obviously first and foremost subscribing so you don't miss any episodes but go to your favorite podcast listening platform and drop a rating and even a review if you have a spare 45 seconds in your life it's really helpful it really helps the show it helps me and i would appreciate it very very much and then lastly um, if you do have any interest in getting your eyes on these prospects if you want to go and see some of these guys what do they actually look like not just hearing people talk about them the dynasty nerds film room is a great place to go they have loads and loads and loads of cut-ups of film from guys from quarterbacks running backs wide receivers anybody you can filter it by class by you can filter it by position by specific player there's just loads of great information there um, it is a subscription-based service but you also get dynasty rankings you get loads of great tools that will help you and equip you to be a better dynasty player and if you use the code ffevolution at checkout you will get 15 percent off it's well worth the investment it's a really good system and platform and i would highly recommend it that's it guys hopefully you have a great, great, good Friday. Hopefully you have a great weekend and I hope you are excited about the draft. I draft zero RB in Dynasty. Pass up a young receiver? Nah, I couldn't be me. My fifth wide receiver and it's only round seven. Not sure if I'm dead cause I think this is heaven. Now forget what he said and listen to me. What you really want to do is stack those RBs. You can be Linda, just let me be frank. Those RBs on your roster is money in the bank. One says it's awful, the other says it's great. It's time to buckle in for a dynasty debate. <laughs>